Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rethink Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Hare, and today we are joined by none other than Sharon Lighty. She is the Chief Executive Officer of the Vitamin Shop, a specialty retailer you all probably have heard of, over a billion in revenue each year. They're leading wellness solutions across categories like vitamins, minerals, herbs, uh, CBD, you name it. And the company has 700 stores across two of their banners. And earlier this year, you opened your first ever franchise, which is super exciting. And I'd like to hear a little bit about that. And I know you guys are expanding into international markets. So a lot is going on. And I'm super excited to have you on the show because you were just on Undercover Boss and there's so much to dive into. Well, it's great to be here, Julia. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. I, I watched your episode. I thought it was really enlightening. There were a lot of things that went on that you addressed um, from the robotic solutions with the sorting and the bogus bopus and things like that. So was there anything that surprised you or that you could talk about to our listeners from that show? Yeah, I will tell you, it was a, an amazing experience. I didn't know what I was going to get into, you know, when they came to it, when the producers came to us and asked me to be on the show and for the company to be involved, you know, you, you never know what to expect. I mean, I've watched the show for many years. And so you, it has, you know, the typical format, you know, that, you know, the boss goes in and sees things and, uh, and then hopefully there's a good outcome at the end. And, um, but what was really, really neat, we, uh, shot the show over numerous places across the country. It wasn't shot in just one place. And uh, there was absolutely no filter on the show. So no one was kind of feeding me a line or, you know, telling me what to say. I didn't know where I was going from day to day. I didn't know who I would meet. And uh, the whole intent is that it's all extemporaneous and you get a very authentic experience. And I think the biggest lesson I learned from, from the whole show, and yes, there were operational things that you got to see that, uh, you know, we needed some help on the inventory side. The robots were running into one another. The POS really did crash when I was in the store. That wasn't, that wasn't a staged experience that really. I was wondering, cause it, you guys said it happened about every two weeks. Um, but if you talk to anyone in retail, they say the POS crashes a yeah. lot, no matter where you are. So, yeah. So, and we do have, you know, we have done a lot of investments in technology and the POS, we're, fortunately we're moving to mobile POS this year. So that big clunky thing will be literally gone, but it really did crash. And bogus bopus was probably my biggest surprise out of the whole thing. But at the heart of it all was that we have this, these incredible dedicated health enthusiasts. And they really do care about our mission, which is helping our customers become their best self, how they define it. Because we know that all of our customers are on their own journey to their own health and wellness goals, whatever that may be. And we want to be that solution and trusted place for people to come. And each one of the associates that I met had a genuine care and concern for the benefit of their customer and for doing the right thing for the organization. And it was really incredible to be able to see that up close because as a CEO, you don't often get that truly unfiltered. I mean, I go to a lot of stores. I visit a lot of our folks, but they know I'm coming as the CEO versus right. how I came and got to be Marie with dark hair and glasses and 
you know, a gift shop owner that unfortunately closed because of COVID and was going on a journey myself of kind of figuring out what I wanted to do. And so the information that I also learned from them was truly unfiltered as well, because they were here trying to help me figure out what was my next journey in life from a career perspective. And so it was really a very fulfilling experience. And I'm really happy to say that all four of our health enthusiasts uh, are still with us today, and they all either have enhanced jobs or they're in new jobs today. And uh, it's really, really neat. I got to we had a little reunion uh, last month. Uh, we had our brand conference, and we brought all of our store managers together, and they were special guests. And uh, it was great to actually physically have them all in one place because they had never met one another. It was the very first time. Oh, okay. They need to actually see them together and for them to share their experience as well. Well, and it's so important because it goes back to the core of retail, which is the people, um, the people on the front line, the customers. It's it's all about relationships. Um, and I thought what was most striking, because if you watch some episodes of Undercover Boss and, and other um, examples, sometimes the employees get caught <laughs> doing things they shouldn't do. Um, and that's just it's it's not for any good reason. Um, and your employee was doing the bogus bopus, which yeah. he was trying to get for anyone listening. He was trying to get products on the shelves. And if he couldn't get them fast enough from the warehouse, he would just order them as a buy online pickup in store order with him as the customer. And he would use his personal card. He'd get the items, say he didn't want them and then stock them on the shelves. So, but it was really an altruistic thing he was doing. He was doing it to keep the speed. And you talked a yeah. lot about speed. Um, so that just goes to show how dedicated your employees are. Number one, that blew, blew my socks off. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was my big, I mean, you probably saw from my reaction, uh, Yeah. you know, at, it was when he started telling me, oh, no, I pull out my credit card and I swipe it through. So it, it, because there's inventory there and this DC will ship it to us. And then, you know, I'll just cancel it. I was just like, but this is your own credit card. Like, but I don't get charged because it's it's a hold. I haven't shipped it yet. And I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. So again, yeah. go back to the heart and kind of what they really wanted to do. They really wanted to help the consumer. And obviously when that when the show was filmed, it was, show, it was uh, filmed a year ago. And we did have out of socks. We were in the height of a pandemic and right. there supply chain issues, all the things that you hear that's going on in, in the retail landscape. And, uh, and we were not immune. Uh, no pun intended, but we were not immune to those supply chain challenges. And that was his way of fixing it for his consumer. So you got to give the guy credit, right? We give him a, a lot of credit. And then you were able to address those at scale after you yes. figured out that was happening. Um, and it's it's interesting because you said speed is so important in business on the show. And I think you're right, even with the pandemic and customers being a little bit more lenient, would, would you say that's the most important change is just getting products to the customer as soon as possible because then they go to competitors or? Yeah, well, convenience is a very important part of what our customers are looking for. You know, we have, um, we stand for three brand pillars of quality, innovation, and expertise. And it's really about quality in everything that we do. And one of those things in terms of quality, it's, it is about the product, but it is about that quality experience. And so the experience for our customers is lots of things, but convenience is definitely one of them and speed. And, you know, so for example, like when we launched Instacart, we launched it really, really quickly and we can get the products to the customer even faster than Amazon, which is why we did it because it was so important to our customer. And so 
those are just some examples of the things that are important to the consumer today. So yes, the products and efficacy of those products, the quality, the, the care that we put into the development and the third party partners that we have to help us round out our assortment are a really important part of the merchandising strategy and the strategic nature of what we're trying to accomplish at the White Shop. Wow. The faster than Amazon, not a lot of people can say that, but partnering with Instacart is amazing. You guys have accomplished that. And I will say, do you notice, have you done any consumer studies? Because I read a while back that the trust when it comes to these type of products that you consume when ordering from Amazon is not as high because you really don't know who the seller is, what kind of quality control, has it been temperature controlled? Whereas if, if I go to vitamin shop or one of your competitors, I know that I have a lot of trust there. Right. So we've been around since 1977. And so one of the, the kind of the foundation of who we are is for the consumer to trust us. So while we have gone through a tremendous amount of change as, as part of the organization, especially around our digital transformation and some of the things that you saw on the show in terms of the things we're trying to fix and adjust, um, the trust that our customers have in well, who we are and what we do is a huge part of our brand promise. And what and the care that we put into what we do on the development side with our products. I mean, our products go through very rigorous testing uh, and they don't get our seal of approval, if you will, unless they have been fully, fully vetted, because the trust that the consumer has with us is paramount to everything that we do. That's really speaks to your brand um, and how long you guys have been around. And I know you released a report. It was from this year, health and wellness trend report. And there was a lot of good data. And one of the findings that our team called out was beauty consumers are increasingly becoming nutrition and holistic wellness consumers. So what does that mean if we break that down a little bit? So we're seeing a tremendous parallel between the beauty consumer and external beauty. And what I've always believed is beauty from the inside out, because anything that you take, that we sell at the vitamin shop, you ingest. And so what we're finding in the data, when we mine through all of our consumer data, is that how consumers feel, uh, whether it's, um, you know, kind of their stress, mood, the sleep that they get, their nutrition, that that is a big part of who they are on the outside. And so the connection between beauty and health and wellness, I think is, is extremely important. But one of the things that I saw when I joined the vitamin shop three and a half years ago was the fact that it, the, the, the health and wellness or the vitamin mineral supplement space that we live in is actually in a very similar place that beauty was many years ago in terms of it's a very fragmented industry. It has a lot of um, people that develop products on their own. They're very passionate about their category. So when I was in the beauty business, uh, we used to call them kitchen beauticians and you know, <laughs> concocting things in their kitchen, uh, whether it's skincare or, you know, cosmetics or things of that nature. And we have a lot of that um, in our category as well. You, know, you have our influencer, our, excuse me, our influencers might be health and wellness experts and they love this particular collagen or their sports nutrition drink or things like that. So we see a tremendous parallel to the category uh, and the focus that the customer is putting on their health. And I think it's central to a lot of what happened through the pandemic and how people are taking the, their health into their own hands 
and connecting it to how they feel. And what we do is all about how you feel and helping them with their health. And they're obviously that, that parallels very directly to the beauty business. Mm-hmm. And is, are you integrating these insights into your approach um, in marketing to these consumers? Are you seeing increased searches on your website um, regarding like really specific products or how is consumer behavior? Has it changed? I think for our business, I've always wanted to demystify this category. And I think a big way in which you can do that is through talking about solutions and making sure that uh, whatever the customer is looking for, that you connect that to the solution. And then you almost work backwards with here are the products that get you to that solution. And so if you look at our blog, if you look at our Instagram, if you look at any of our social channels, TikTok even, you'll see us focus a lot on the solution and the products uh, and what you need to do besides product to help you to get to that solution. So we believe and we want to be that trusted authority, uh, but it really is about connecting the product to the solution or the end game of what that consumer is looking for. And you have to remember that our customer at the vitamin shop is so broad. I mean, we have everyone from you know young adults to grandparents and sure. life journey is very different in terms of what they're looking for based on their age and where they are in their life stage. And so we're grateful that through the data that we've been able to mine on the information that we've been working on on our trend report is we're able to really segment by age, by category, what people are looking for. And we again, we want to be that trusted source for the consumer. But knowing that customer at a very intimate level is critical, especially in this industry, uh, because it's such a niche uh, area where customers are looking for very different things based on different life stages. One of my favorite things about 2022 is that we are finally getting back to live person events. And one event Rethink Retail is especially looking forward to attending this year is Shop Talk Europe. Taking place June 6th through 8th at Excel London, Shop Talk Europe is the new home for Europe's retail and grocery changemakers. The event is expected to see over 2,500 decision makers from leading retailers and brands, startups, tech firms, investors, media, and analysts. We are all coming together to learn, network, collaborate, and evolve. The event will host more than 200 industry speakers, and if that wasn't enough to keep you busy, more than 250 companies will be showcasing the latest trends and innovations that are transforming the global retail sector. Qualifying retailers and brands can attend Shop Talk Europe for free with up to a £500 travel reimbursement through Shop Talk's world-renowned hosted meeting program. For more information, visit shoptalkeurope.com. Mm-hmm. And really, your your frontline staff are advisors, and that was a big um, point that was made during your your show on undercover bosses because there's so much product information that they have to learn. And, and you invested, I think it was half a million, into the training programs. How has that been going? The rollout. Well, I think what's been excited about not only that, it's the work, it's the work that we're doing on mobile. So now the associates have an iPad where not only does it have customer information in terms of their purchase history and what they've what they've bought, but it also has at their fingertips product information. So while 
we do provide a tremendous amount of education. We will continue to invest in that because we really believe that what makes the vitamin shop really stand apart from anybody else in the space is our health enthusiasts. I mean, their knowledge and their true desire to help people become their best selves is a critical component uh, to our success. And so it's not only providing them the information, but providing them also the resources to get, get to it very quickly mm-hmm. and providing the tools that surround it to make sure that uh, as a customer asks information, that they have the information at their fingertips. They're never going to remember it all. Although Glow on the show <laughs> was quite incredible with her extensive knowledge of the product. But, you know, we have almost 5,000 health enthusiasts front lines. And at some point in their stage of working with us, someone is new and we have to make it as simple as we can for them so that they can help the customer in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that's adding that element of personalization as well, which every consumer desires and demands to some extent now. Well, especially in our industry, right? Because, you know, the last thing, if you've got a customer that's coming in for you know, maybe they're helping an aging parent with you know, bone density. You don't want to serve up content that sells them creatine or, you know, or, or, a, you know, a pre-workout that's got caffeine in it. <laughs> you know, you yeah. really need to personalization in particular is really, really critical in, in our industry. Absolutely. And you can see that on the show glow your, your, well, sorry, health wellness. What do you say? It's, it's a enthusiast. Thank you. Um, she, she pointed out that the customer who came in, she remembered he had purchased L-theanine and she mentioned that it was integrated into the protein that he was interested in. So he could maybe use that with the supplement or in place of, and it was just amazing to see that kind of customer service and personalization. And now you can do it at scale. Once all the profiles are consolidated, like you mentioned on the iPads. Yeah. Um, And I will tell you that what glow did is not unique just to glow. We have a tremendous amount of health enthusiasts. I'm amazed at how so many of our health enthusiasts know the customer literally by their first name. And they remember when they were in and uh, it's um, the culture and kind of what's been built out in our organization and the true desire to help others is, is really inspiring. That is. And that's what makes specialty retail that much different. I couldn't know? agree more. I, that's yeah. why I'm a specialty retailer. When you can have that connection with the customer in a really meaningful way, uh, the experience is incredibly gratifying. I think for both, both the customer and the health enthusiast to know that you're really helping someone. Mm-hmm. And just to have that relationship, it feels like you're going to see a friend, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. I could so agree more. The one trend I, I have heard you speak about a few times during our conversation so far is social media. You mentioned your Instagram accounts and influencers. And obviously, there's been some crazy things that have been recommended on social media by influencers in the health and wellness space. And some not so crazy things, some very helpful. Um, but there was a report that our team pulled up for everyone listening, 42% of Americans um, say they're highly likely to try a new product if they learn healthcare product, if they learn about it on social. Gen Zers and millennials are twice as likely than older generations to be influenced. Can you share with us, Sharon, any any examples that you've seen directly from your influencers that you work with or from the brand or space? Sure. So probably the biggest one as of late has been TikTok. So um, there are two examples I'd love to give you. One is how TikTok 
just really brought to life. And it's actually about this time last year, chlorophyll and what chlorophyll could do. And, and everywhere on TikTok, people were drinking it and talking about all the benefits of it. And we saw online a spike of like over 3000% of people looking for chlorophyll. They didn't, I mean, no one really talked about chlorophyll, but it was showed up on TikTok and all of a sudden it, it went through the roof. <laughs> In addition, we absolutely sold out of chlorophyll everywhere. You, I mean, it was just gone and it happened like that, literally like that. And the other one that's pretty amazing is we have a drink called prime and it's, it's, was created by Logan Paul and okay. he came into our store uh, and who would think Logan Paul, the vitamin <laughs> prime. I mean, it's every teenage kids, you know, favorite drink right now. And he did this very, we found out, we actually found out, I found out about it because we were on social media looking at it. And all of a sudden it showed up on our TikTok feed and there's Logan Paul in our store saying, here's the product. It had literally just launched. We sold six weeks worth of product in six days. Wow. And that's the power of what social media can do uh, when, you know, something really truly goes viral. And so being on top of those trends, making sure that you're where the customer is. And in this day and age, a lot of it is in those, those social channels. And so you have to be there. And again, I go back to the parallels to beauty. If you think of one of the things that makes the beauty business so great, it is the usage of influencers and really following the trends and showing up in different channels because that's where the customer is. So you have to be there. And we have really gone down that path in terms of our digital focus and making sure that we're at the forefront of those kinds of trends. Another example I'll give you is uh, the focus on what's happening in the creatine market. So mm. creatine was a trend that we noticed that was trending in social. And so we took a hard inventory stake on it. And so now we kind of own the creatine market. And it's been nice. in terms of bringing, again, new customers into the store that may not have thought about the vitamin shop. So our job is now that these new customers have come in, how do we keep them? So uh, that's where our loyalty program and some of the other digital activities that we've done in terms of kind of showing them this is what the vitamin shop is today versus maybe what they thought of it was before, or maybe they didn't even know about us. Uh, mm -hmm. and we have found social to be a very, very important medium for us as we think about what we're doing and where we're going. And so with a creatine example, did you, your teams notice this resurgence in the interest on social media? And then you were like, all right, let's get stocked up. Or? Yes. It was amazing how it was, it had this swell. And in this current supply chain challenge, challenges that we're all having, we took, we took, a, we took a bet and mm -hmm. got into it. And fortunately uh, it's worked out in our favor that way. The trend bets don't always work, obviously, you know, but most part, if you can really make sure, again, I talk a lot about being a merchant-led organization. And part of that is when you see these trends and if you stay so close to your customer where you can isolate and see kind of what's happening and you have merchants that are really nimble and able to react in that regard, it can really be incredibly beneficial to your business. And certainly the customer wins in all of that. Absolutely. And it sounds like, you know, if you didn't implement the more sophisticated inventory management tools, that it wouldn't be possible to have this kind of fast reaction because these social media trends pop up, like you said, overnight sometimes. Absolutely. And, you know, the things like the chlorophyll example, there is no way could, you know, 
that one happened truly like out of the blue, but the creatine just based on what was happening and really watching what's happening in kind of the broader kind of social ecosystem that allowed us to kind of really take advantage of that trend. Very cool. Um, and then are there other strategies you can think of outside of what we talked about to, for retailers who are listening to make sure that they're staying on top of these new trends that are popping up or new consumer demands because they're so fast? Well, I think I've been a big, always been a big believer in listening to the teams that are closest to the customer. And it's amazing if you're a retailer and you have, whether it's a call center or whether you have, you know, associates in your stores and you also ask them, Mm -hmm. analytics and all the things that you can look at in terms of the way companies kind of mine data and, and look at what their customers doing and, you know, customer behavior, market basket data and all that kind of stuff. Talk to the people that are closest to the customer. It's amazing what you can learn from them. And when you can, when you start hearing the same thing from the people that are closest to the customer, you need to pay attention to that. And because they, they truly know they're talking to the person that's putting, you know, the money in the register. And, and so it's really important to stay close to them and value uh, what they're telling you because typically they know, and they're, they're a great, they're a great source of information. I know I I rely on them a lot. And if there's anything that my undercover boss uh, experienced taught me is to lean in and listen to them even more because they while everyone in, in, a, in a corporate office environment is all well intended, the people on the front lines, wherever that front line happens to be in your organization, gets the, you know, the culmination of all these great ideas by all these other people, but then mm-hmm. they execute it and they're listening to what the customer is saying. And so those can be, it can be a great resource for you. Absolutely. And a gold mine of information and I'm super excited to see what comes next for the vitamin shop. It sounds like with the mobile POS and some of the other solutions, you guys are just at the forefront of, you know, 2022 and beyond when it comes to retail and completely digitizing operations. But are there any new launches that you can give us some information about uh, to our listeners before we hop off today? Sure. So uh, we are super proud of um, a new brand that we've launched. We've invested a tremendous amount of of effort, resources amongst our private brand portfolio. And just recently, we launched our brand called True You. And True You is about, uh, we saw white space in the market around specifically women and and, and providing a brand holistically from basically uh, college through post-menopause to kind of take women on a life cycle about kind of what they go through. You were just telling me that you're about to have a baby. So your body and kind of what what your body needs today is different than when you graduated from college and what you'll need as you get older. And so this particular portfolio of brands through a lot of research, uh, using wellness and doctors and and experts in the field, we put together a a really cool brand um, focused on women called True You. Uh, And the other part of what's important about this brand, because we know that causes are also very important, is we're very proud to also, as part of this, um, we're affiliated with an organization called Kiva. And Kiva is a microloan organization. I would recommend your viewers to look it up. It's kiva.org. And through any purchase with TrueU, we're giving every customer a $25 credit. 
so that they can go on to kiva.org and they can pick from a, a multitude of, of folks um, in a lot of underdeveloped countries to help them and their entrepreneurs, a lot of them women, uh, to help them invest in their businesses or whatever it is that they're doing. What I love about Kiva is not only that you get to pay it forward, but Kiva has a very high per- percentage of repayment. Of repayment, It's about 96%. So wow. when that money comes back, it you can actually get to reinvest it again and again. And so it's amazing the, the, the power of the impact. And we're excited to have also that arm of supporting not only this incredible product to help women, but to be able to give back to women in need. So check out True You. It's a really great brand. And we just started with a very small amount of SKUs. It's predominantly um, uh, multivitamin, collagen, and there's some real specific things like uh, there's a cleanse in there. There's, if you have, you know, we have this, uh, if you have a UTI, it's called easy peasy. So they're fun names nice. with what it is, but it really is about taking a woman through her life stages and helping her see that she has a brilliant life. And in fact, we want your brilliant self to shine through. And that's what we talk about with True You because we think it's so important for, for women. So super excited about that. We have beauty coming soon uh, and um, very excited about that. And that will probably, we'll see that more towards the end of the year. And then the, the portfolio of products will continue to grow uh, as we, uh, we can continue on this brand, but super excited about True You. And then the last thing I'll just tell you in terms of growing our businesses, besides all the things you mentioned at the top of your show, was the fact that we launched our first franchise store. So we believe that we can bring the vitamin shop to a lot more consumers. And we know that we have a lot of white space. And in order to accelerate that growth and to connect with these entrepreneurs that are so passionate also about our mission of helping others and helping them find become their best selves, um, we're excited to launch a fully, we will be the only fully omni-channel specialty retailer out there, period. Uh, and we're very excited about that and having, you know, new, fresh ideas and, and entrepreneurs and people that are as committed to our mission as we are in new communities across the United States. So super excited about that too. Well, I'm super excited too, because you already have 700 stores and I think that the opportunity is is really large for you guys to really expand quickly with the franchise and the true you products sound really exciting. I, I will check them out next time I'm in the vitamin shop and anyone listening. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you some Julia. Thank yeah, you. We'll <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'd love to try it. Well, it was great having you on the show today, Sharon Lighty, CEO of the vitamin shop. And I hope to have you on again soon. Thanks again, Julia. It was great to be with you and best wishes to you. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing, reviewing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.